Should be enough copies, yeah. All right, so, um, I a, you know, before Yontif, we, we sort of interrupt the Slima to learn a little bit about Pesach, so I figure now we'll go back a little bit to uh, the beginning of Shulchan Aruch. Uh, for, for tonight, I figured we'll start with something that's a little bit, like, you know, sort of independent of Muslim by itself, and then we'll see uh, going forward, maybe to go back a little bit. We'll go to uh, Simen Hay. Simen Hay is just one sif. It's a pretty straightforward halacha. And, but the truth is, when you go into it a little bit more, Bian, there's a lot of uh, very colloistic uh, ideas that uh, that come from it. So in the um, so Shulchan Aruch Sif Simon Hay, so you know a little bit of background, a little bit of background. Um, if you take a look at the Marmukamis, well, just, we'll do it like this. If you take a look at Marmukamis, so in Marmukam number one, just the background to this halach, the Shulchan Aruch is me discussing. The um, mom just got started. So the Shulchan Aruch in, uh, in Simen Hay over here is discussing what, what, is, what is the Pir Shamil's Pasha, what's the Kavana of a uh, simple translation of the words when a person uh, mentions Hashem's name. So you see, Baruch Hashem, okay? Obviously, you know, uh, in the Siddur will be printed Yud Kevavke or Yud Yud, whatever. And obviously we, we say Adnai, right? It says Yud Kevavke, but we say Adnai. So what exactly is the Kavana? What's the Pir Shamil's? What are you supposed to be thinking? So I'll just get a little bit of background. So in Marmokan number one, there's a famous Gemara Psachim. The Gemara Psachim and Dafnunam Adalf says, Ravavina Rami. Ravavina showed the Zestirim Psukim. Ksiv, the Pasik says in, uh, in Parsha Shemai, Zeshmila Ailam, that Hashem said to Maisha Rabbeinu, this is my name for, forever. And this is how I should be called, this is how I should be mentioned for generations. Sounds like there's two separate things. There's what my name is forever, and then it's how you should call me. So, what does that mean? So Amar Gadish Baruch So the Rabbanu Shalom was saying to Meishar Beinu, like ani nikra, that the way that I'm written, the way that my name is written, is not the way that it's read. Nichtav ani biyudkei, it's written as yudkevavkei. The nikra ani baalav dal, but do you read it as alav dal nun yud? Right. So it says yudkevavkei, the name of Havaya, but we read it Adna, the name, the name of Adnas. Okay. Now the Gemara continues. Marmok number two. The Gemara continues over there to explain that this that this chilek is only bizman hazeh. The Gemara says, "Amrav Nachman bar Yitzchak, like Oilam Haza, Oilam Haba." This is one of the differences between this world and the next world. Oilam Haza in this world, so is Nichtav Yudke, like the pasuk said before, like the Gemara said that the name of Hashem is written as Yudke Vavke v'Nikra ba'Alof Dalit. Avav Oilam Haba is Kulei Echad. It's Kulei Echad. Nikra Yudke v'Nichtav Yudke. It's both written and read as Yudke Vavke. Okay, that's the, that's the Gemara. So again, that's the Makar of why we know, how we know that, when, that you don't say the Shem HaFarish. Not, not, you know, al pi the halacha is just not to say the Shem HaVaya. The, the truth is, it's interesting. How, how, would you, how would you say the Shem HaVaya if you were going to say it? There's many, many different um, uh, ways with, with Nikudas of how, to, of how to say the Shem HaVaya. The, the, the standard... Uh, way of Yod Kevavka, the standard Nakuda, if you were to say it, which you're not, but if you were to say it, would be each Nakuda uh, with, with its corresponding letter, with how the letter sounds. So in other words, um, the Yud, it's interesting, we pronounce it as Yud, but technically speaking, it's, it's a Chaylam, Yod, Yod, that's really technically. So it would be a Chaylam on the, on the Yod, uh, He is, is a Tzere, Vav is a Kometz, and uh, the final hey wouldn't have a nakuda. So that's how theoretically you would pronounce it. There's other there's other situations where there's kavanas to pronounce it in different ways, 
But that would be the standard way. The final but, thing would be like you have in Hollywood, where it's just a a, a hot Yaakov, like the. Uh, no, it would be just uh, just how you end the word. You know, it would be va at the end. It would just be uh-huh. yeah, yeah. But that's but again, Akalpana, We obviously we don't pronounce it. We pronounce we we say Adnai. So the question that we're going to be dealing with, that's what the Shulchan Aruch is dealing with, is okay. So what does that mean when you when you actually are reading the word Yudkevavke and you're again you're saying Adnai? So what Pirshamilus? What should you be thinking? You should be thinking you're thinking you think Adnai, both. What, you, what should you be thinking? So it's like this. Take a look at the Shulchan Aruch. So we'll see that also. We're going to see that also. Why, why is there a chil? Why is there a chil? Okay. So the Shulchan Aruch writes like this. Yichavim v'berchasai, perish amilas. When a person makes a bracha, all brachas, you should uh, have in mind, perish amilas, what the, what the words, you know, what are you saying, what the translation is. So the Shulchan Aruch goes on. Kishiyazkir Hashem. And when you mention Hashem's name, you should have in mind the peerish of what you're, what you're reading in terms of the name Adnai. That's how you're pronouncing it, right? What does Adnai mean? That the Rebbe is the master of all things. And at the same time, you should also be thinking the translation of what Yudke Vavke means in terms of how it's written. The Yudke. And what does that mean? That yud, the word Havai, the word Yudke Vavke means the one that is the one that was, is, and always will be. So according to the Shulchan Aruch, when a person reads Hashem's name, the Pirish Amil, the simple translation is two things. You're, you're on the one hand thinking the translation of how, you're, of how you're saying, which is Adnai, and also what's written, which is Yudke Vavke. Now, uh, by the way, the, the Achorin, I'm going to bring this down as a Nitzah Taiva, that it's very hard to, especially the way the Shulchan Aruch presented it, you have the two two kavanas at the same time, it's very hard to do that constantly. So what Neitzah, that the Achorinim actually, I think Mishabur maybe also brings it down, is that every morning, in the morning, you just sort of, you know, whenever you have a chance, like say to yourself, okay, every time, or in your mind, that every time I say Hashem's name, to me it means, Adoin HaKal, the Rav is the master of all things, and the one that's eternal. And then every time you say it, it's, you know, it reverts back to that, you know. Because uh, it's very hard at, you know, every single time to have a kavana. That's the ishita of the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, we'll just finish off. Ubaskiri Elokim. And when you mention the name Elokim, so there, you know, Elokim is written Elokim, it's said Elokim, so there's nothing too complicated. You should think that the name Elokim means that the Rabbanu Shalom is the powerful one, the one that's, uh, you know, he's able to do anything. He's in charge of all things. That's the, uh, that's the definition of the name Elokim, the one that's in control, basically. Uh, the one that can do anything and he's in control of all things. Okay, so what we're going we're gonna to focus on tonight just for a few minutes is this sheet of the Shulchan Aruch, that the name, uh, when, again, when you see Yud Kevavke and you say it as Adnai, you have both Kavanas in mind. You have both Kavanas in mind. Now, by the way, this is only going to be true when you're reading a name that's written Yud Kevavke and you're pronouncing it Adnai. There is... The name Adnai is an independent name by itself, right? So, for example, uh, when you say before Shemeneser, Hashem Sefasai Tiftach, Ufi that's a Pasuk. That Pasuk in, in Tanakh is written Aleph Dalad Nun Yod. It's not written Yod Kivavke. So, over there, it's simple. There's only one Kavana. It's the name Adnai. But in the case of where it's written Yod Kivavke and you're saying it as Aleph Dalad Nun Yod, so that's when the Shulchan Aruch is saying, you have to have both in mind. Now, this is not so pashat. There are, there are Rishonim that certainly disagree with this. If you take a look at uh, the Marmachinus, so, oh, just enough, okay. Oh, one, one more, okay. Fine. Okay, fine, we have enough room. All right, so in Marmachin number three, the Avudraham, as we'll see, it's not just the Avudraham, the Avudraham disagrees with the Shulchan Aruch. Now, the Shulchan Aruch is not making this up. The Shulchan Aruch is getting this from the tour, okay? One of the Rishonim. So the Avudraham, also Rishon, disagrees. 
This is what the Avodah writes in his be- the beginning of his Pirish on Shmanesrei. He says like this, because of Rabbeinu Shmuel ben Chafni, on a very early Rishon, that Rishon ben Chafni said, Shahefer sheyesh ben Hashem ben Hashem ba'alof dalid u'ben yudkehu. The Rishon ben Chafni is again dealing with the same question. If I say Hashem spasay tiftach, so that's that's pure alof dalid nonya. That's that's straightforward. Or you, or let's say that's one case. Or when you're reading something that's it's it's yudke vavke, but you're saying it is alof dalid nonya. What what's the difference in kavana? So Rishon ben Chafni said like this: Kishetia kavanas amroi shu adoin hanivroim. Says either case, all you should be thinking about is how you're saying it. You ignore how it's actually read. The only difference between when you're reading and it's actually sa- it says or it says but you're saying it is a simple, you know, one small nakuda is that when it says Alf Dal Nunyud and you're saying it Alf Dal Nunyud, then what you're saying is that Hashem, you are my master. That's what it ends off Nai. It's uh, more personal. When it says Yud Kevavke and you're reading it Alf Dal Nunyud, then the translation is Hashem, you are Adon Hakol. You're the master of all things. It's more global in scope. But either case, the only Kavana that you're thinking is not Yud Kevavke. You're thinking Alf Dal Nunyud. So he says like this, Gishetia Kavanas Amrei, when the, when the kavan of the, of the person is, the Rabbanah Shalom is the master of all creation, you're not just exclusively talking about Hashem being your master, that's when it'll be written as Yud Kevavke, and you'll be pronouncing it as Adnai, and then all you're thinking is Adnai, but it's a more global Adnai. That's what he says. However, when the intention is a more personal, that Rabbanah Shalom is my master, then not only will you read Adnai, it'll be written Adnai as well. Just like any, any word in Hebrew, when, you, when it's more personal, that there's a Yud at the end. So that's what Adnai means. So, again, so we have this Machlag Yisrishayim. So again, according to the, the Shulchan Aruch, when it says Yud Kevavke and you're reading Adnai, you have to have both in mind. Yud Kevavke, and Adnai, both translations. But according to Vujram, no. When it says Alef Dalit, when it says even when it says Yud Kevavke, all you th- all you're thinking is the name Adnai. Yeah, there's a small variation. Uh, my master, the world's master, but it's basically the name Adnai. Okay, what is the Yisrael Hadavar here? What's the Machlokes? So it's like this. The, the, we have to we have to investigate the very concept of like the Gemara said in Sochem. Loikish ani nichtav ani nikra. So it's in, in, in the Sefer Torah or in the Siddur, whatever it is. It says Yud Kevavke, but yet I'm saying Adnai. So like. What, what is that? What, what exactly, what's happening over there? So it's like this. There's two ways to think about this idea of it says one word and yet I'm saying something else. The truth is we do have an idea that, that happens occasionally in Tyra, which is a Korean exif. A Korean exif, right? So sometimes you have this at the, the Pasuk, there's a, there's a, it's written one way, and the Messiah of Tershbal Pez says, okay, it's written like that, but you pronounce it or, or you say a different word. Now, whenever you're dealing with a Korean exif, it's interesting. Um, whenever it's a Korean exiv, how, how does uh, our school translate uh, a pasuk where there's a Korean exiv? Well, the answer is our school always translates it with the Cree, with the Cree, the way it's read, the way it's read. And that's the standard, that's the classic thing. Whenever you have a Korean exiv, then the, the, the klal is ignore the exiv and it's just the Cree. Now, by the way, just on the side, like what exactly does that mean? Does that mean that I'm completely ignoring what, it's, what it says as if 
as if I'm just saying the word by heart, this new word by heart, or somehow the Torah, there's a tradition that those letters are read differently than usual. I'll give an example. The Achorian talk about this. Let's say you have, um, when you're, let's say you're leaning, right? So you're supposed to lean, you're supposed to, the Balkar is supposed to be looking inside, right? You're not leaning by heart. Does he have to look inside when it comes to a Korean exif? If he's reading that word, I don't know, whatever, I don't know, I don't have an example of a Korean exif. But let, whatever it is, let's say there's Shemuel a particular... is one of them. Huh? Shemuel so we're going we're, to... Okay, well, so we're going to see about that. Right? That's what we're going to see. But let's say, I don't know, okay, so you have a word that's... Uh, that it's, 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 a, it's a word... It says, a loy with an aleph, and uh, the kriya is a loy with a vav. Whatever. So when he's reading that word, does he have to look at it inside? Or he's not reading the word anyway. The Achorin talk about this. The, the classic case that the Chuvas farm deal with is, I guess in those days they didn't have electric lamps. So they had like uh, wax and so on. So sometimes it would happen that they, the wax would drip maybe on the Sefer Torah. And so you have to be very careful if they're trying to get the wax off. You have to be able to read the letters, not to ruin the letters. So the Shiloh that many Acharim dealt with was, I guess maybe this was a Shiloh that came up and he sent it to the different Paiskin. The Shiloh was, let's say wax fell on one word, that was a Korean Sif. So do I have to make myself crazy to sort of clean that up? I'm not reading the word anyway. So this is a, this is a, this is a big Shiloh. This is a big Shiloh. It goes down even, Rav has a truth about this. So one way to think, so there's, there's two ways to think of it. Again, either the concept of a Korean Sif is, Okay, it says it's, 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 it's written lo with an aleph. The Torah says, don't read that word. You're reading a new word, lo with a vav. Ignore it. Or, somehow in a strange way, usually the way those letters, when you look at it, they usually are, uh, are uh, pronounced in a certain way. A Kriyanik comes and says, the Torah says, and another Rabbanu says, in this particular case, the Messiah is, those letters are pronounced differently. But in either case, what you're saying is one word, and it's not the usual word that's written on the page. So, <clears throat> so over here, is, uh, we're, again, we're do- talking about this case of where, you, where it says Yud Kevavke, and we pronounce it Alf Dal Nun Yud. So if you take a look at the Bir HaGroh, the Bir HaGroh, Maramok, number four, writes the following thing. The Bir HaGroh on the Shulchan again, the Shulchan said, and when, you, when it says Yud Kevavke, and you tran- pronounce it Alf Dal Nun Yud, think both. You have to think the translation of Havaya and the tr- translation of Adnan. Says the Groh, not like that. The Groh disagrees. The Groh holds like Abu Jerham. Why? Says the Groh, I disagree. One does not have to think about the translation of the word itself, uh, the, uh, the, the translation of how it's written. Says the Vilna Goyen, because when, you, when this idea of it says Yud Kevavke and it's written out of Nun Yud, this is a classic Korean Ksiv. That's the concept. It's a Korean Ksiv. And because it's a Korean Ksiv, so the word, it's written Yud Kevavke. But the Torah says, ignore the way it's written. I'm telling you how to pronounce it. What well, you should be pronouncing these letters in, this, in these particular cases, these letters are pronounced alf do non yud. That's what the word is. And therefore, says the Vilna Goyen, whenever you have a Korean exiv, whenever you're translating a Korean exiv, what you're, what, you, what you're translating, what you're saying is, is uh, the, the word that you're trying, that, that's being expressed, is what you're saying. I, it's written differently. Okay, either you're ignoring what's written, or the Messiah is, this is how you... This is, how, this is what these letters mean in these, in these, in these particular cases. So usually Yudke Vavke would mean Hai Hai Viyah, becomes the Korean Siv, and says, in these, in these cases, those letters, Yudke Vavke, it means Alef Dal Nun Yud. That's what it means. And so there's one shame that you're saying, which is the shame Alef Dal Nun Yud. So it says of the Nagain. So that's all you have to be thinking about. That's the translation of Alef Dal Nun Yud. Says of the Nagain, you don't have to think at all about what's actually written on the cloth. 
Av sheish baksiva soilus gedolus. Says the Vilna Gaon. I'm not, I'm not uh, taking away the the uh, significance of that. There's many great mysteries that are contained in those four letters of Yud Kevavke. The Malach Lomish Mesinai. You certainly have to write it properly. But in terms of what what you know what those letters are saying to you and how to and how to uh, how to articulate those letters and and what 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 shame is really being pronounced and being said. It's, you focus on the Kri. So that's how the Vilna Gaon understands that's the Vudraham. So, according to, so this is one side of the argument that the Yisait HaDavr is whenever you have Yud Kevavke, Loikishani Nichtav Ani Nikra, that it says Yud Kevavke but it's pronounced Alf Dal Nun Yud, the Yisait HaDavr is Kri Nixiv. So, in other words, you're ignoring, again, either you're ignoring what it says and you're replacing it with a new word, or in this, these particular cases, this is how Yud Kevavke is pronounced. But basically, Summing it up, what you're saying is the name Aleph Dal Nun Yud exclusively. Is he saying that the name Halakha Lamashusin is referring to the Ksav, or is he talking about to, to, to what the Soyuz are? Uh, probably both, meaning, in other words, that the, 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 the Ksiv has to remain what it's supposed to be, which is Yud Kevav, okay? The Soyuz is supposed to have, that's what I'm giving over from Halakha Lamashusin. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he's, probably, he's, probably, no, he's probably saying that the, 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 this is not Halakha Lamashusin in terms of creating Sivs. You know, the, it's part of the general, yeah, it's part of the general thing. Now, that's, that's one side of the argument. Now, clearly, the Shulchan, Ar- the Shulchan Aruch and the Tur don't hold like this, right? Because again, if you saw, if you thought of it as a Kriyanik Siv, then everyone agrees, a Kriyanik Siv, the Vilna Gaon is right. The translation of the word and what you're trying to express is what you're saying, not what's written. So why would the Shulchan Aruch say, in this case, you're thinking both? So the answer is as follows. If you take a look at Maramukha number five, there's, a, there's an idea in Meseches Nadarim and Hilchas Nadarim, which is called a Kinoi. What does a Kinoi mean? So a Kinoi means... There are certain uh, there are certain words that I can say, which are which function as a way of hinting to another idea, without me actually saying the main point. I say one word, and you get what I'm trying to say. It's called a kinoi. So, for example, the sh- the, the the Mishnah says kol kinoi nedarim kinedarim. Without uh, I'll give an example, um, uh, an example would be let's say let's say a nazir is walking by, right? And it's uh, one of the cases in the Mishnah. It's a little bit complicated, but let's say a nuz is walking by, and I say to my friend, I'm like him. So, says the Mishnah, that means you, you took upon yourself Nazir's. Mm-hmm. I, in order to become a Nazir, you have to say, Hareini Nazir. Well, the answer is, okay, I didn't say those words, Hareini Nazir. By saying, aha, I want to be like that guy, and that guy is a Nazir, it's basically saying, I want to be a Nazar. So there's an idea of a kinoi, which is that I'm not saying the thing itself, I'm not, getting, I'm not saying the actual thing, but I'm hinting to it. I'm hinting to it. I'm saying another word, which uh, we all know what I'm trying to say. That works for Nadarim. So, kol kinoi nadarim kinadarim, the charamim kecharamim, ushuos keshuos, and naziris kinaziris. So it's like this. So a cherem is also, it's a similar thing. Cherem is, is ossering something on yourself. Oh. Like this, uh, this is going to be a cherem to me, right? So even without saying those words, you know, uh, for example, um, uh, to, to really make a, a, a cherem or, or a nether, you could say, like, uh, like I want to say, let's say, all apples are ossered to me like a carbon. That's like a, a real nether. Mm-hmm. But let's say instead of that, let's say you made a nether ossering apples on yourself, right? And I hear it and I say, you know what? And so too, oranges on me. Now, I didn't say the words that oranges should be ushered to me like a carbon. But I made the point very clear by saying so too after you ushered apples on yourself. That's called a kinonidarm. 
So let's go back to our situation. The Pasik says Yud Kevavke, the Klaf says Yud Kevavke, the Siddur says Yud Kevavke. I'm pronouncing it Alvdal Nun Yud. What does that mean? So again, the Sedevil Nagai and the Vujraham, what it means is, Kriyanik Siv, ignore what it's written, and you're, you're saying something else, which is, which is Alvdal Nun Yud. So when you want to translate it, what are you saying? You're saying Alvdal Nun Yud. The Shulchan Aruch is not like that. The Shulchan Aruch is not no. What you're saying is the the Alvdal Nunyud exists in two ways. Alvdal Nunyud has its own definition, but it could it's also functional as a kinoy for Yud Kevavke. I can't say Yud Kevavke, but by saying Alvdal Nunyud, that not only is saying Hashem is the master of all things. It's also a hint. It's also my my way of getting of getting the point across of, of Yud Kevavke. I'm not allowed to say Yud Kevavke, but I could I have a kinoy for Yud Kevavke. And the kinoy for Yud Kevavke is the name Alf Dal Nun Yud. And therefore says the Shachanarch, therefore when I say Alf Dal Nun Yud, I, in terms of translation in my mind, what am I saying? I should be thinking both. I'm saying the name Alf Dal Nun Yud true, but I'm also saying it as a way of referencing Yud Kevavke. So in my life to think of both. Why do you have to think of both? Because I, I, I am saying Avdal Nun Yud. The name Avdal Nun Yud, no, the, the, the shame Avdal Nun Yud exists as its own shame, but it's also fun. The, 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 well, we'll see in a second. The name Avdal Nun Yud as its own shame is also a keynote of Yud Kevavke. I mean, that is. Even Avdal Nun Yud by itself. When it's. When it's. Well, no, you could say it on its own also, but in either case means the master of all things but what do I mean when I say Hashem is my master of all things do I mean just on its own or am I saying that also as a way of hinting to Yudke Vavke meaning it's, it, it has its own it, its definition is its own definition Kuli Al-Maida Al-Dal-Nun-Yud means Adoin HaKal but when right when I'm saying Al-Dal-Nun-Yud I'm saying Hashem is my master and that's a way of also connecting to the name Yudke Vavke, which you'll see, in, I'll, I'll explain in a second how that works. If you take a look at my, yeah? So when you say, yeah. you're saying the Kol Nidur and Kul because there's, when I'm saying, and this is very much applicable to what, how they grow, if he, this is a they grow or not, I mean, whatever, his sheet is, yeah, yeah. Bad one on it, because when I'm saying, I'm going to be like this Nazar, I'm going to be like this, like this, like this Nazar, am I saying that I'm going to be like this Nazar, or am I saying, I'm saying that, but I'm not, and I'm meaning that I'm that I'm, I'm taking upon myself Nazir's. Or do I have to have that intention of, of saying I'm taking myself Nazir's? Because if not, one is just a doing call and I'm automatically right. saying, right. you know, ipso facto. Right. Or right. do I have to say, no, when I'm saying that I'm like this Nazir, I'm, theoretically, it's as if I'm saying, I'm doing whatever, I do the whole thing. Right. No, for sure. It has to do with Kavana. In other words, I know, so but the kavanah has to be that I'm going to be like this. Not so the kavanah has to be as if I'm doing the 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 the, the, the exact kabbalas of the nazirs. The, it, it's hard to know what the person is thinking because he's just saying, you know, I want to, you know, I want to be like that guy. But c- contained in that statement is kiilu. He said all the right words. So in other words, alftal nun yud. That name adoin kol. That's what he's saying. He's saying he's saying adna. He's saying, saying right, what the Shulchan Aruch is saying is, but in terms, if you want to think properly and really have kavana in terms of what, you're, what you were just articulating, well, what you articulated is the name Avdal Nun Yud, which means Hashem is the So that's, 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 uh, that's not up to debate. You, the words that came out of your mouth is Adain HaKal. So obviously, if you want to know, if you're thinking Pirish Amilas, it goes without saying that, yeah, part of what I said is Adain HaKal. But when I said that name of Adain HaKal, it was also a way of me hinting, or, or it's, a, it's a way of me expressing Yudke Vavke as well. 
Now again, now, now here's, here's the, uh, how is that? Yeah, that's the mitzvah. That's the mitzvah, right? Now again, we're we're talking about is lechatchilo. You know, obviously, you want to be able to say really everything that you're trying to get at. Take a look at in Marmok number six. Now, again, this is an opportunity. I could go like you know, we could go way into Panemius over here, but we'll keep it a little bit more b'derech hapshat. So this is Sefer Beiselakim. Beiselakim. It's almost like Gavaldik is Sefer from the Mabit, the early Achreinim. So the Mabit in um, in Sefer Beiselakim, in Shara Tfila Perak Beis. Imamish talks about this Indian. He doesn't, maybe not in our Nuschayis of Adnai being a Kinoi for Yud Kevavke, but uh, along these similar lines. He says like this, Vizash, he's, he's talking about the relationship though between Yud Kevavke and Alf Dal Non Yud. In Abadar Chapshat. Vizashem, so he says like this, this name of Yud Kevavke, Humaira, what, what does it mean? So the Shulchan Aruch told us, right? It means Hashem, you know, was Hay Hay Vi, right? So he says, it means Al Shuis Baruch Baruch Ailam. It means that the Rabbanu Shalom created the world, and is the root of all existence. Right? That's what Gikvavka means. It means he came before time. Everything is, uh, everything is coming from him. But here's the problem. I don't know what that means. You're talking about, a, a, you're talking about an entity that's above time and space. You're talking about an entity that, that doesn't have a beginning and doesn't have an end. Doesn't have a cause, uh, completely independent of any, of any, uh, uh, you know, of any things, and he doesn't need to rely on anything. These, these are concepts, we have no musig, that's why it's called the, the Shem Ha'etzim, right? Yudh Kavavka is called the, the, the Shem Ha'etzim, the essential name, because that's, that's the closest you can to describe Hashem in his essence, which is completely unknowable. She'en mishiyase ketzadbar, we have no, we have no way of conceptualizing who this God is that created all of us. It's not something that you could, that you could possibly imagine. That's why you cannot pronounce it straightforward. Rather, you use another word which describes an aspect of Hashem which is a little bit more relatable. And then from that more relatable side of the Rabbanu Shalom, you could then climb the ladder back to you know, the unrelatable side of the Rabbanu Shalom. Kalimar, meaning... Because the truth is Yud Kevavke, because Rabbanu Shlomim was, is, and always will be, and everything comes from him. Roy Shia Daina Love. That mean what what that means to me is that practically speaking, now that I do exist and there is a world that is created, and I don't know how we got here, but now that we're here, he's in charge. So Adoina Kol, that name of Adnai, the words are again the Rabbanu Shlomim is my master. But what do you mean when you say the Rabbanu Shlomim is my master? Do you mean, okay, Zeo, the Rabbanu is my master? Or, he's my master because he came before all of this. What that means, I don't have a way to relate to that, except for the fact that he's my master practically because, I come, because he started all of this. So in other words, so Adoin HaKov, that's the name Aleph Dal Nun Yud, you could sort of stop there, okay? Shem is my master, Zeo. Or you could use that as a way of... of, of of expressing Yudke Vavke. That I, the Rabbanu Shalom is the source of all things. I don't know, I, the, and my, the way I could articulate that, the way that, that, the way I could make that, you know, the way that translates into my life is that he's my master. And that's what it means that, that Adnai is a kinoi for Yudke Vavke. 
this is what he's saying, because of the fact that he created the world, because of the fact of Yudke Vavke, Roishi Adonov, Memela, he's our, he's our master. Kivan Shakal since everything was created through him. That's already something that's more relatable. We can understand the concept of someone being in, in, in charge. And so, fine, we're saying Hashem is in charge. We could, uh, we could conceptualize such a thing. The Rabbana Shalom is paying attention. And he gives everyone what they need. What we deserve. That's why when it says Yud Kivavke, I, am, I say Aleph Dal Non Yud as a way of connecting, as a way of getting to Yud Kivavke. Because Adnai can be seen as a derivative of Yudke Vavke. It's the offshoot of Yudke Vavke. It's what Yudke Vavke means practically to my life is that he's in charge. And so when you say Alf Dal Yud, these are the two ways to think of it. Either it's just it's, its own shame on its own, he's my master, Zeo, or no, no, no. I'm saying he's my master because everything comes from him. I can't say everything comes from him because I don't know what that means. You know, but at least I can say he's my master because of that. And so we, when you say Avdal Nunu, that's a way of getting to, to Yudke Vavke. Mm-hmm. Now that we can recognize that he's the master of the world, we can sort of then use that as a way of acknowledging uh, going back. That he created the world and everything comes from him and he's independent and all-knowing and eternal and above time and space and so on. But you sort of need to to, to, to see his relationship with time and space in order to then climb the ladder back to what he is before time and space. So the Vesla Kim is not, is not taking on the Grosh, it's taking on the... Exactly, the, 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 exactly, it's a Kinoi, exactly. See, so the two... So, so, but you, but he says, yeah. but the other day, we were, well, the reason why you have to have... Yeah, and, you have, and he says you have to have a Kabbalah on both. Because uh, if you don't... At first, because in the dealing we were relatable to that Doinikol, and once we understand a Doinikol, then we can exactly. work our way backwards. Exactly. 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 So these are the two mahalchem that you see in the Rishonim. Again, when it says Yud Kevavke and you're reading Aleph Dalim Nun Yud, what is what is going on over here? So one mahalch is Kriyanik Sif, which means the with the Torah, the, the Rebbeinu Shalom said that when it says Yud, when it's written Yud Kevavke, that's not what's being expressed. What's being expressed is pure Aleph Dalim Nun Yud. Okay, and Aleph Dalim Nun Yud is the Kri for that Sif. Okay, that's one mahalch. Or no, 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 no. What's being expressed is Yud Kivavke, but you can't say Yud Kivavke because you don't know what that means. So what you have to then say is a different name, which acts as sort of a link and a bridge to Yud Kivavke. Okay. Now this, this idea that we, again, we just saw in the Rishayim, and the practical Nafkamina is, what's the translation? What should you be thinking when you say this name? Should you be thinking just Adain HaKol, Kriyin Siv, just the Kri, that's what it's saying. Or, no, 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 uh, the, what you should be thinking is Adain HaKol, by way of getting back to Yudke Vavke. Is that what this Adonah, Al-Tal, Nunyan, is more global-focused? So, right, exactly. That would, that would be what the Avodram is saying. Right, exactly. When you're trying to use Al-Tal, Nunyan as a keynote to Yudke Vavke, then automatically it's going to have to be more of a, a, a global thing. But the Avodram was saying even in Korean Exiv, like that's, uh, you know, that, that's the, the translation of it. Okay, now there's another machlokis amongst the Rishayim, which also can be used to, I, I think you could use this to explain it as well. There's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, and that's Nunvav Medalv, it's in Ramboka number 7. The Gemara over there, the Mishnah over there is talking about the halacha of a Megadev, right? A Megadev is someone who uh, curses, Chaz it's a big Averi, curses the name of Hashem. 
so we, we know that there's, you know, there's different levels of Shemus Akhtoshim, right? Generally speaking, there's, uh, there's Shemus Sheinim, uh, Sheinim Nimchakim. There are, there are names of Hashem which you're not allowed to erase, right? And then there's Shemus that you can erase. So, for example, um, the name of Lukim, you can't erase that. You're not allowed to erase it's Hashem's name. Adna, Yur Kivavke, these are all, uh, you know, Tzvokas and so on. And then there's other names which are more, you know, Racham, Vachanun. Those are not real Shemus. Those are descriptions of Hashem. Shalom and so on. Those are names that you can't erase. So the, the, so the Mishnah tells us that Midaraisa, the Isra of Magadev, is only when you are Makala, when the person is cursing, one of the bonafide Shemus Akhtoshim, Sheinin and Chokim, that you can't erase it. But even within the list of real Shemus, there's a difference between the Shem HaEtzem, the essential name, and the other Shem Sakdashim. So the Mishnah, the, the Mishnah says like this in, in Sanhedrin, on the essential name, on the, the, the unique name, the Misa. The person does, is Makal that name, that's a Chi of Misa. When it comes to the other Shemus, they're Shem Sakdashim, but they're not the Shem HaMiyuchad, it's only a lot. Now the Mishnah doesn't tell us what this Shem HaMiyuchad is. Okay. Now I, don't, I didn't bring it down over here, but Rashi in many places uh, tells us that the Shem Hamiyuchad referenced in this Mishnah is Yud Kevavke, and Yud Kevavke alone, which means that the person to be Chayiv Misa for Megadev, the person would have to pronounce Yud Kevavke and, and, and be Megadev. That's the Shita of Rashi. Now the Rambam is not like that. If you take a look at um, at the Rambam in Hechas Avodah Zara, Marokah number eight, Perak Beis Lachazayim. So he says like this: Ein Megadev Chayiv Skila, a Megadev is only Chayiv Misa. Ad is a shame hamiyuchad until he uh, says explicitly that shame hamiyuchad shall dalad is of four letters. What what is this name? Shehu alav dalad, which is the name alav dal nun yud. The yesh mishim mafarish is interesting. This is one of the few cases where the Ram actually brings down other shitas. The yesh mishim mafarish. There are those that say shein echayev el al yud kei. No no no. Shame hamiyuchad means yud kei That's the shame. You like Rashi. The ani oimer says the Rambam, but I say shall shneimu nisko. No, it's both. It's both. That you there is a that when it says Shem Hamiyuchad, it doesn't just mean Yud Kevavke. It means Yud Kevavke or Alvdal Nun Yud. So now as we have Machlokes Rishon over here, Machlokes Rishon over here. When the Mishnah says that you are Chayiv Misa for pronouncing for being Megadif the Shem Hamiyuchad, what does that mean Shem Hamiyuchad? Does it mean Yud Kevavke? That's Rashi Shita. Or no? The Rambam says it doesn't just mean Yud Kevavke. It means Yud Kevavke or Alvdal Nun Yud. Okay. <clears throat> so. Let's think about this for a second. You, is, I, I'll, I'll make one suggestion. It could be you'll, you'll, you, you think differently. The way I'm thinking of it is as follows. If you go with... The, let, let's think of the Rambam for a second. The Rambam said that in order to... You know, that Gidov could be on the shame on Yud Kevavke or Al-Abdal Nun Yud. Did the Rambam say that when the person is cursing Al-Abdal Nun Yud, he has to think Al-Abdal Nun Yud as a way of getting to Yud Kevavke? No. It says, either Yud Kevavke or Avdal Nun Yud. So, it means that even when you're, when you're cursing, when the person is cursing Avdal Nun Yud as its own independent shame, that's called the Magadif Shem HaMiyuchad. Why? It's, it's, it's a different shame. Shem HaMiyuchad is, is Yud Kevavke. That's the essential name. How did the Ramam know that all of a sudden Adnai has the same level as Yud Kevavke? Well, I think... If you learn, like the Vilna Goyim and the Vudraham, that, that Yud Kevavke, when, when it says Yud Kevavke and you pronounce it, Al Vel Nunya, that's a Korean Exif. It's a Korean Exif, which means that when it says Yud Kevavke, one way of 
the way of, of, of articulating, of pronouncing those letters is with the name, Aleph Dal Nun Yud. Then if now Aleph Dal Nun Yud and Yud Kei are very much related to each other, even Aleph Dal Nun Yud on its own, that on its own, that is the Kri for the Ksiv of Yud Kei So Mela says the Rambam, when the Mishnah says the Shem HaMiyuchad, what does it mean Shem HaMiyuchad? Well, Shem HaMiyuchad means the most essential name. What is that essential name? It's, it's Yud Kei for sure, or it's Aleph Dal Nun Yud, because Aleph Dal Nun Yud is as equal to the Shem HaMiyuchad, it's, it's equal to Yud Kei it's the Kri of the Ksiv, of the Shem HaMiyuchad. All the same. But according to Ra, if you hold, however, like the Shulchan Aruch, then no, 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 no. Avdal Nun Yud is completely lower than Yud Kevavke. They're not equal. They don't have the equal playing field. It's much lower. It happens to be the reason why when it says Yud Kevavke, I pronounce it Avdal Nun Yud, is because Avdal Nun Yud can be a way of trying to hint to Yud Kevavke. Well, then certainly in terms of Bimagadev, Shem HaMiyuchad, that's not called Bimagadev, Shem HaMiyuchad, unless Hamagadev, the Shem HaMiyuchad with Yud Kevavke itself. <clears throat> so that would be the opinion of Rashi, that it's not enough to be Magadif al Nun Yud. That, that's not, that's not be Magadif Hashem Yuchad. You have to be Magadif Hashem Yuchad, as it is. So again, th- this is the question. Do we say that al Nun Yud is now an equal standing with Yud Kevavke or not? So according to the Shulchan Aruch, again, according to the Shulchan Aruch, it's certainly not equal standing. Quite the opposite. Yud Kevavke is mamash up here. It's so high, it's mamash... Uh, the ineffable name. You can't even say it. We don't have any hasag of it. My only connection to it is by mentioning a lower name of Avdon Nun Yud and having in mind using that as sort of a ladder to climb back to Yud Kevavke. But certainly when the Mishnah says that the Chi of Misa is when you're Magad of Shem what's the Shem Yuchad? Shem Yuchad means Yud Kevavke. But if you learn like the Vilna Gain, that what? That, no, no, no. It, it, uh, when it says Yud Kevavke and you pronounce it Avdal Nun Yud, you're not using a lesser name to try to reference Yud Kevavke. No, Dos is Yud Kevavke. When it says those letters, Yud Kevavke, the way to translate that, the way to say it, what it means is Avdal Nun Yud in Oilam Haza. So in Oilam Haza, Avdal Nun Yud is the Shem Yuchad. That's what it is. So when it says Yud Kevavke, when, 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 when you see those letters, in your brain, what you should be seeing, ki'ilu, is al nun yud. In Olam Haza, Adnai and Yud Kevavke are on the same footing. It is Mamash the same miyuchad. That's the sheet of the Rambam. So it's the same machlaik. It's the same machlaik. It's what exactly is, is going on over here. That, by the way, even in, um, in the Kavanas of the Rizal, it's interesting. Uh, you'll find this in, in Sradish Durham, many of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them. That the Rizal said, when you see the name Yud Kevavke, what, what, what is the Kavana? So he didn't talk about what to, the translation but you talked about letters to think. The Rizal said there's two different kavanas to have when you see Kevavke. One way is uh, in terms of its relationship with Aleph Dal Nun Yud, right? So one way is that there's four letters of Kevavke and there's four letters of Aleph Dal Nun Yud. So one way to think, one kavana is that you, that you uh, intersperse the letters. So it's Yud is the first letter of Kevavke, Aleph is the first of Adnai. So Yud and then an Aleph, Okay, and then a hey, and then a dalid, right? A vav and a nun, and a hey and a yud, right? So you have yud ke vav ke, and alav dal nun yud throughout, right? You, you follow that. That's one kavana. And the reason I said also another thing to think at the same time is a, 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 its own a, a, a name alav dal nun yud in the the empty space of the final hey. Those are, that's why I have over there. You'll see the, there's yud ke vav ke. The cipher happens, he decided the second kavana. Okay. The, the, that's that's much the same thing. It's much the same thing. That's what the result is, is, is describing over here. There is, there's two different ways of, of, of thinking of Yud Kevavke and its relationship with Abdal Nun Yud. Either 
In Olam Haza, Alf Dal Nun Yud we have no Hasaga of at all. And, the, and when you see those letters, to me, what that translates is, is Alf Dal Nun That's what it means. And so in our world, the Shema Miyuchid is Alf Dal Nun That would be the first Kavanah of the result, that Mamish, with every single letter of Yud Kevavke, it's, it looks like, looks like a Yud, it's an Aleph. It looks like a Hey, it's a Dalit. And the other Kavanah is, no, 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 there is a name Yud Kevavke. And we don't understand what that is in Olam Haza, but you do have a way of tapping, uh, tapping into it. And that's using a lesser name of Aleph Dal Nun Yud as a springboard to get to it. And that would be the Adnai in the final hey of Yud Kevavke, sort of as a way, as a link, sort of getting to it. That's the, um, that would be how, the, how, how it would be translated uh, in terms of uh, the Ram the Rizal. With the converse Kavani, you'll have to think out that, 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 that pronunciation? Yeah, so, 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 so it's just like this. It is a question amongst the Kabbalah when it comes to these Kavanas, how, um, how intense should the, you know, the imagination be? You know, like, to Mamish, think, Ki'ilu Mamish, you're saying with the pronunciation. Um, it, it's a Shaila. Some, like some, right, you just, you just look at it, right, exactly. So, so there's, there's, uh, there's different, there's different opinions. You'll have some, some Akubalim that they take a lot of time because they're Mamish focusing on every single shame and imagining Mamish Ki'ilu, like saying it in their head, right? Mm-hmm. And the other school of phobia, no, no, no. Uh, you just you just scan it. You look at it, and and, and so. so you'll have you'll have different uh, so different during that scan or that yeah whatever it is. But uh, but yeah, those are the two the two different kavanas. Um, is there a third way of thinking? Sure. That, that the iser megadev is on adnus also, and it starts from there. I'm sorry, not also even, and that's where it begins. And anything above that. So so is the problem is that the Gemara said the Mishnah says shame hamiyuchad. Like Shem HaMiyuchad, the word means uh, the exclusive name. So why, why would I think, why would I, why would I think, if, if, if I'm understanding, like if we're, if we're accepting that, that Yudkevavik is up here and Adnai is down here, then if the Mishnah says Shem HaMiyuchad, then it means the Shem HaMiyuchad. So why, why would you, why would you include it? Shem HaMiyuchad, because the Torah told me, or the Gemara Chazal told me, I've got to use Adnus. Instead of that's a, when you're being a that's when you're being a good boy. But when you're being a bad boy by being a magadev, magadev the shame of yuchad, then the shame of yuchad is yud kevavke. If you say, again, so, but if you say krenik siv dikavar like the ga like the gra, then no. In oilam haza, when you see those letters yud kevavke, yud kevavke to you means adnai. It's it, the shame adnai to us is the shame hamiyuchad. Okay, so then that's the shame hamiyuchad. But to say that no, yud kevavke is up here. Adnai I use as a way of getting to the Shem Yuchad. Then when you're being Magadif, Shem HaMiyuchad, why, 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 why are we expanding territory of, 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 of uh, Chiv Misav Magadif? It says, Shem HaMiyuchad, that's Tzir uh, Kevavke. Why, why would it be uh, more, more than that? It says, look upon him, uh, what's going on over here. I mean, this is, this is, this is a big call in, in Chassidus and Pneumus Satara, is that, like what the, 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 the Beis Kim said, that there is certain, and as, and as what, what it boils down to is like this, you know, what this all boils down to is when you have madragas that are above your head, right? Like Yud Kivavke is above us. And then there's madragas that are more relatable. Okay, Adnai. So what we're seeing is that there's two sort of approaches of how to think. Do we say, okay, what's above our heads is completely unknowable, and all we have, okay, what's relatable is Zav Dal Nungad. No, no, no. Or there is a way of seeing the madragas that is within your zone as a link to, to that which is higher. 
And then on some level, you can connect to that which is higher. So it's true. In Olam Haza, Yud Kevavke, like straight, unknowable. But what we do, and, and what we do have in Olam Haza is the Shem Adnai. So do we say that what's unknowable in Olam Haza, Yud Kevavke Be'etzim, is like finished, done. And to us, the ceiling is Adnai. Oh, no, no, no. We, it's true in our Hasaga, Adnai is the ceiling, but we can use that as a way of connecting to that which is above the ceiling. So these are the different uh, different approaches that you see uh, well, in the Rishayim. Like Say it again. Like, don't think that the Gra'ah for sure holds like the Shachanah because he's always going to Pneumius, and like. So this is like this is not this is not they're both in Pneumius. So the Rizal said both Kavanas, so it's both true. Right, I know, but like basically, he, the the, the, the seems to be content with just contemplating or saying. Well, that's, that actually fits very well with the with the general world view of the Vilna uh-huh. The general world view of the Vilna like in Nefesh Chaim, there's a very 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 big sugya. In Nefesh Chaim, where he talks about um, there is there is there there is a there is a truth of reality which is animal vaday. That's Yudkevavke, right? Everything is there. There is a it's all course, It all comes from him. All there is is him. And then there's a reality of all of the unknown yud, the the world that we live in, and there's a God that's in charge. And so the Rechaim Velozhner writes, and you could assume everything he said is. You know, he was Makabal from his Rebbe that the Rebbe Chaim Velozhner writes, he says that Avodis Hashem is oriented to Al Zal Non Yud. I, there is a truth of Eidim Lavadai that's above our pay grade, that's not Oilam Hazet, that's not what Avodis Hashem is about. Avodis Hashem is about Al Zal Non Yud, stay in your lane. Yeah, twice a day when you say Shema Yisrael Shem you remind yourself, oh, Taka, there's a deeper truth that I have no idea about. But that's, it's unknowable and it's, and it's outside of the it's outside of the domain of Avodah Hashem. This was a major point of contention from Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov held not like that. Exactly. The Baal Shem Tov held that the Iker point of Avodah Hashem is to connect yourself to that which is unknowable. To connect yourself to that truth. Huh? The Leshem was from the from the Grah. But then he said, even though we have no Hasaga whatsoever, it's still somehow inside of us. Yeah, I mean, the Vilna Gaon also agrees that there's a tr- the truth of Eidim Mavada, but that's not, but that's not your goal to get to a, a place. Your goal is not to walk around thinking that Eidim Mavada. That's not that's not your goal. That that fits with what the Vilna Gaon is saying in halacha. So now there's the Vilna Gaon again. Halacha lemais. The Vilna Gaon is saying it says Yud Kevavke. Ignore it. Or just think al Don't infuse the Eidim Mavada in the. That's in not the avoid. That's not don't and don't use Adnai as a way of getting to 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 Yudkevavke. This this halach of the Vilna Gaon is part of his worldview. The Shulchan Aruch, on the other hand, would again uh, like the Baal Shanta, but I'm saying it's coming from the other way. Which is no, 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 that you use al Nunyud as a way of getting of connecting yourself to that which is taka noble as of yet. But it's a way of connecting to that place of Yudkevavke. So these are two. It's a Again, very, very big mahalachim of the differences in Avodah Hashem. Yeah.